Oh wait, it's coming out the fifth. Why did why did I think this movie wasn't coming out until like July? We're gonna get bukkaked by like the marketing campaign for this fucking movie, and I'm just gonna have to see like jacked, built, baby faced Groot all over the place. Like this is like low key pretty pretty uncomfortable. Like why why does he build like Jonathan Joe Star but it's, has like a baby's face? <laughs> it's an ugly looking movie. <laughs> it's as I've complained the about. The galaxy greens ricotta ravioli don't look bad though. I'm I'm if I'm gonna order that. We we've got to have a a teenage Groot apparently. I I miss baby Groot. <laughs> I want. I just want to watch Baby Groot dance. <laughs> I'm. I'm just like your like baby nephew. Just give me. Oh, give me yeah, a box that... with the Baby Groot in it, and I just like clap my hands like a like a seal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I'm, I'm a feeble-minded baby because of my feeble. Oh, I don't know if you've. It's an old video <laughs> clip from years ago, and my uh, younger nephew was a uh, like a like a year old. They bought uh, my dad as like a gag gift that the the dancing baby Groot and it plays the snippet of that uh, Jackson Five song. You know what? I think I also had around. that. <laughs> and my my baby nephew loved that thing so much, and whenever it would play, he'd get all excited and he'd tense up and he'd rock yeah. back and forth to the beat of the music. They have this big smile on his face, and then as soon as it stopped, he'd stop, and then he'd reach over and try and find the button and hit it again. Which was the style at the time? <laughs> the audience for these movies. <laughs> Perfectly encapsulated. Yeah. Uh, we we you know what though? All of all of it may be worth it just for that cute baby memory. Oh yeah, um, he's the only valid. <laughs> yeah, no, babies James have it Gunn so fan. good. Like they don't have to worry about like loans or taxes or responsibilities. They just get to like eat shit and sleep. <laughs> Smoking weed. <laughs> Damn, wish that were me. Uh, we should. Oh, we should probably make sure we're all synced up too. <laughs> fuck you, Jack. I'm gonna fucking blow up your house. <laughs> nice. oh, okay, alright. Uh... <laughs> you know what? Well, yeah, no, that's how we're gonna open this episode. Um, because this is our first Patreon raffle. And I, on one hand, I think it could have gone a lot worse because uh, uh, we were given two options. And I think if we had watched Robocop remake, you know uh, what? I, I would have killed I myself. I've heard people defend um, that Robocop remake who I don't. Completely Are you I've fucking not seen kidding it. me? It's, I know. It's, I know. It's I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying. There, I know. There was like I know. A I'm 15... saying this to anyone potentially listening who's defending that. I haven't seen it yet, but you're like, I, I will there, knock like, you the fuck there's, out. There's like a 10% yeah, chance we, we could have enjoyed that. And like that, which was like, I thought this no. movie was going to be so dull going in. And, and I mean, big chunks of it were, but. The first five minutes before our main characters showed up, we were having a good time. <laughs> I was excited. I I was I thought... having a good time, but the whole time I was still being like, no, guys, this is going to get bad. Remember who is starring in this. No, Cole, you're just like, I think this might be good. Guys, I think this might be a masterpiece. <laughs> and then it cuts to Dane DeHaan waking up on that green screen beach and at the same time we all just roared out laughing they just they well they immediately launch into dane dehan and and cara uh Delevingne trying to like flirt and be playful and they suck like it's the biggest this movie has other problems but the biggest one by far is that these two actors fucking suck 
and they awful. really in particular suck awful. for this kind of material uh it's like dude, it, as dude, an extra layer even, of suck it's not even like a star wars prequels thing where they're doing like a shakespearean kind of demeanor it is just boring snooze fest doo -doo feces and i i thought because i i saw some letterboxd reviews saying if you like the star wars prequels you might like this film and to be fair when this was the star wars prequels it was great when we yeah no there were i mean i am not a prequels defender I, but I'm, there I'm were not a pre prequel fan but i'm also not a zoomer there were moments in this movie where the effects were really good and there were moments in this movie that had like cool costumes and sets and fun weird stuff happening i mean it's a french movie so the, the humor didn't always land and it's racist and anti-semitic in ways that are sort of weird to like anglo-american racism we'll and anti-semitism um but uh like if the leads had any charisma whatsoever this could have been like a f not bad like six out of ten kind of euro sci-fi can't be sort of romp uh Exactly. We should probably. I haven't. I don't think we've actually said what we what we watched yet. Well, uh, Marvelous or the Death of Cinema presents Valerian, Valerian, and the City of a Thousand Planets. City of a Thousand Planets. This was uh, this was our first uh, patch Patreon raffle, um, and my friend Jack unfortunately won. I'm gonna fucking blow up your house. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that you you chose poorly from uh, Last Crusade. The old old crusader <laughs> you can add that you can add that after um but it it came to my attention while i was uh, at anime boston uh jack fucking blow up your house did not go to anime boston with my group of friends but uh his best friend and my friend ronin did um now ronin spent most of the weekend at anime boston not enjoying the convention or partaking of drugs and alcohol uh the when he was not crawling out of the a hotel room to eat food or maybe walk around the dealer's room for like a half an hour or whatever. He was sitting in the hotel room playing Simpsons hit and run. <laughs> so at, at one point Ronan was like, Hey, Nicole, so Jack your house. won your Patreon raffle, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you chose Valerian. Well, it was my suggestion. So that's it's on me that I should have established in the rules for this game that if your name is Jack your house and and you don't you can censor his last name Miguel uh if your name is Jack house. and you are not allowed to take suggestions from your best friend Ronan v Valerian or Nicole's social life yeah but I I do honestly think we Pick I, the better I don't know. of the two choices, if only because it allowed me to watch like the professional and the fifth element again, both with yeah, like fucking um, rock. So speaking of, uh, I guess we should we should get this out of the way. I we we can't we can't ignore it. Let's get yeah, let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. Uh Luke Basson, a noted pedophile. Uh, noted really yeah, into, like, yeah, like a like, lot of yeah, French it's, people. It's, it's, their, <laughs> it's their culture. I, I, I'm not trying to engage in cultural chauvinism here, but uh, yeah, so you can't say we're being racist. This is just a thing French people do. He he he, he did fuck a 12 year old girl, 
and marry her when she was like 15 and then leave her for Mila Jovovich after making the fifth element. Um, and same girl, I think she, she is like the blue opera singing alien in the fifth element. Like that is her, I think. Yeah. I think I heard that too. somewhere. um, and she was the inspiration for, uh, the plot of, uh, the professional. Yes. Which, uh, having just rewatched it the other night, still fucking bangs, uh, but with that knowledge, it is pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> it's saved by the fact that at no point does Jean Reno be like, maybe, no, the whole time he's just like, I don't want to fuck you, little girl. I want to take care of my plants. Yeah, he's a herbophilic. Yeah, that's, so like, we don't, we don't want to, of course, we don't want to spend this whole like episode debating the merits of like, can a pedophile make great art? It, it would get tedious fast because the answer is yes unfortunately rosemary's baby exists unfortunately unfortunately yes unfortunately yes chinatown yeah roman polanski's got a banger filmography uh i hate to say it galaxy (laughs) (laughs) stop it into the galaxy (laughs) 2 let's cole has a thing you don't you want to just share your theory Uh, you have a theory i want you to if you if you go through every single Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I'll explain why he likes Michael Jackson. There are no more than two black artists, which is fine. You can do that, except if you are making a movie in which the entire point of the needle drops is to be a vertical slice of what people in the seventies were listening to. If you if you make it, yes, maybe. Maybe Star Lord's right. mom is a You're white right. supremacist. They should have. They should have had a little throwaway line in there to be like, actually, she got cancer from attending, like, from trying to bomb Harlem with a nuclear bomb. Uh, <laughs> there are these these the soundtracks to these movies. Uh, wait, once once again, once again, we wrap back around to Black Nine Eleven happening in Harlem. It did, <laughs> and I'm gonna uncover it. It is it is in so hard to make a movie about 70s music and only have two black artists in it. It is it is so hard. It is it is this movie is wider than the actual pop charts that were doing segregation at the time. There's more black music in this movie than there is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Bassan has a black wife, we learned. He does. He, he, on his fifth his fifth wife is he's got a a, a black Black uh, honey. He does. Uh, Rihanna's so, in this movie. She's not in it for very Rihanna's long. Rihanna's in this movie, and she but has. At least she's not she has, she, she has, has a licensed time. song over the tie-in song over the credits. So does Cara Delevingne. That comes after it finishes. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I forgot. Cara Delevingne also has a career as a singer, which is about as going as good as her career as an actress is. Um, yeah, this movie like she she does all her acting with her eyes because that's like the thing she uses as a model because she's got like those those yeah. really pronounced yeah, no, eyebrows. Her, she's and big a completely bland looking white woman. The only distinctive feature about her is she has thick eyebrows, and that's it. Like you just slap some like furry eyebrows on a Lululemon bitch. But she, and... She's always doing eyebrow acting and and staring at things. Yeah, you she's know, doing like a it's... lot of a lot of her <laughs> acting in this is is very eye like the. The, if you the want, tone... if you think that if you think that the world is a simulation, you could probably crash it by <laughs> on her eyebrows, and the, the fucking GPUs of the world will overheat. <laughs> okay. What does that even mean? 
I think I got too high before recording this. I, yeah, I think I got. <laughs> I've been on. Yes, I've been on record for saying, like, if given the opportunity, I would absolutely sit on Dane Hunt's face. But you like, his, his his weak little neck. <laughs> I know he's very. He looks very very sick, and and dying. And I like that. But if you're playing a part that is clearly supposed to be like a young chiseled Harrison Ford, like himbo. And you cast sickly, dying-looking Dane DeHaan. We, yeah, I haven't. We haven't. I don't think any of us have really read the comics. We looked at some of the art, and he's definitely like a like a square-jawed, like cold, yeah. said like a he, like a he, young Bruce Campbell looks, might have looked. He would have at like, least looked the part. Yeah, and probably would have yeah, understood. Like he would have suited the material basically. better because because. Oh my God! Could you believe how awesome like this would have been like an eighties like like a cool 80s version of this with like a hot stacked redhead and Bruce Who's Campbell. Who's hot stacked redhead in, in the like late 1980s? Um, the, the bitch that plays uh, Marty McFly's mom. Is she a redhead? I think so. She's not, she can always well, dye her hair. I guess you can hair. always dye her hair and put her in a wig. Yeah. Yeah, so. She's in Howard the Dog. Oh yeah. Leah Thompson? That's Margaret Qualey's mom. Leah Thompson. Yeah. That's Margaret yeah. Qualey's mom? Oh, it is, right. I forgot about Damn. it. Yeah. Wait, no, wait, no. Margaret Qualey. <laughs> oh, wait. No, wait, no. I'm thinking that's uh that's a different actress. No, Margaret Qualey's mom is uh Annie McDowell. What am I talking about? Okay, oh. I was gonna I was gonna say Damn. Those, those McDowell's are everywhere, man. They're they're like they're like uh so it looks exactly like I forget I forget her fucking name. There's another uh uh Zoe Dutch do, do or Dooch. That's that's uh, Leah Thompson's daughter. I don't know who that is. Um, anyway, anyway so, we're, um, we're going wildly off topic because I think a better if 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 Lupusan was smart, he would have casted fucking Leia Seydoux in like a red wig in this part. I mean, she looked the part. I don't know what, I don't know he, what she's he like. He would have been better like casting comedy. a rubber chicken. That's true. Yeah. Or an American Girl doll. An American Girl doll emotes better than Carrie Devlin. Like hard tie for like worst actress between like her and Gal Gadot. So the this if you've seen the Fifth Element, this movie's not quite as out there as the Fifth Element, but it's like it's it's based on a European sci-fi comic that started in the 60s. It's like tonally all over the place. It's very broad, it's very campy in a lot of parts. And the 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 two leads Unlike most of the rest of the cast, like the the smaller parts, more or less know what they're doing. Um, the two leads play this like a CW drama. Mm-hmm. It's fucking just terrible. I I don't even know how to describe. Do you want to take a crack at uh, the, plot? the plot of this? Okay, so opening five minutes, which were pretty pretty <laughs> good bad. special effects, pretty cool looking. There is some pretty nice art design is production design this movie yeah it's it's weta so it, it's it was clear that uh luke besson as as he said in his own words after he saw avatar he was like i imagine i'm doing a french accent right now like i can make anything let me go i'm gonna go tell my friend jeffrey epstein on his airplane about my valerian adaptation now he besson likes him too young for epstein yeah <laughs> Jesus. Uh, in fact, the fifth element was inspired by mm-hmm. Valerian. So yeah, yeah, they're like shots he like recreated he from the comic in the movie. I think. Yeah, it's like half that, and then half like every Mobius like sci-fi comic. Yeah, and um, so we start off on this planet, and you can I don't know if this, how much of this stuff comes from the original comics, but uh, there's 
fish people with with very far apart eyes living a a a utopian a utopian pr- primitive lifestyle one with they all nature look like Doja Cat. uh they have these magic pearls they feed them to little lizard guys and the little lizard guys shit out a hundred more magic pearls they make um, pearl necklaces and then their entire planet's destroyed uh by a big spaceship and a handful of them take refuge on the remains of another crashed spaceship and survive uh this a vision of this is blasted across the galaxy into Dane DeHaan's brain while he's hanging out on a hologram beach, really awkwardly flirting with Cara Delevingne, who's his partner in the space police and also his fiance. And I guess their character arc is kind of sort of that he doesn't respect her girl bossiness enough or something. He wants to fuck her. He wants to fuck her. And she's like, they're, they're, they're engaged. They're not engaged. No, the yeah, they are. He, he keeps proposing. He keeps proposing. Oh, which that's how you say hello in French. I, I, I mean, it's just yeah. No, he's so down bad for this like waifish, like oatmeal nothing. Like maybe maybe because like she's the only one who could like sit on his face and like not break his neck. Like why did why didn't Dane Han even bother to get Jack for this role? Like what the feet like the open here's can we just can we dwell on this opening like because this was the part we were with it yeah again, we were we with were with it movie. with the fish we people were with it. we were down with the fish and people again, as soon as it smash cuts to Dane DeHaan waking up on that like hologram beach like I regret not recording like us watching it because it was like a minute like we were laughing throughout that whole scene like i couldn't believe the immediate just, like i've never seen the, a movie the immediate hit a of brick that. wall so hard with one cut yes it was like yeah. a road runner <laughs> running into a brick wall it was amazing no, no, it never runs um, into a brick like, wall i like coyote runs is, into the brick wall. like first of all dane dehan is like talking like keanu reeves i need a sinologic 16. sogo 7 data gloves a gpl stealth module I'm giving them back the converter. No. The pearl is useless without this. Yeah. Will you give us a second, please? I'm in space. Whoa. Dane DeHaan, again, looks like the sickest, like, most dying motherfucker you have ever seen. He's like, at one point, like, they, they, like, okay, we got to answer this call. They shut down the hologram. And he's, like, hurrying to put on his shirt. And it's, you know, his shirtless scene and he just looks so sick putting on this shirt like you see his ribs and everything like this is a character who is like supposed to have like himbo machismo energy like i again we don't know the comics and what I, I we've don't know if seen this was a himbo i mean especially especially in that era like just guys would like okay be, well like, i'm saying what i wish and, the character and, was and have square jaw but if this, also if be this like was a like a himbo genius. and like a girl like a pretty girl who was just like mm, Gonna like then I would have been so down bad for this, but it's not because it, it, Nicole is is once again like our uh, Captain America I'm doing episode body doing body fascism, fascism uh, but and space is it, it, uh, space fascism. It's like like imagine like it's it's trying to pass Dane DeHaan off as this like handsome young Harrison Ford ass like swashbuckle like it's as badly miscast as like Tom Cruise and like the Mummy. It's like that level. Worse, We're, if, I mean, Tom Cruise worse. has Riz. Tom, at Tom least Cruise he's, he's actually still has Tom some Cruise. Riz. He's still um, fucking Tom Cruise at the end of the this, day. This is Dane is Dane He's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it, it, we're gonna hammer on that a lot because it just there's other problems with the movie, but it's just they're such, like a black hole of like they suck everything up into them with how bad they are. 
every there's like times in this movie where you start having fun and you're into the crazy world and the special effects are holding up pretty good uh not always but sometimes and the the production design and then fucking we go back to Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne and and you just start getting tired you just want them off the screen <laughs> it's i feel like this like it, like it like when this movie entered production in like 2015 or something they were like hot up and comers and they were seen as these like big future commodities to build a franchise off of and and i feel like they were picked for that um uh and i don't know if they, that was Bassan's choice or if that was kind of foisted on them by the money men because this is the most expensive movie in french history by far yes the previous record yep. holder was an asterix and obelix movie which cost like 75 million euros and a euro is worth a bit more than a dollar uh, this movie cost just shy 200 million euros um the, there was a lot of money across a lot of production companies so, and distributors. Yeah, so I, I the the fucking yeah. logos in this movie are so long. It's yeah. This is like a yeah, yeah. You're you're yeah, you got like a, a lot French, of logos. A U.S. A Chinese. A uh, United Arab Emirates. German, like Belgian. this is like a major international co-production, co which is how they pooled the money together but yeah i couldn't find like a firm like how much this costs like i was getting figures between 177 like i think that's in like 180 whatever that's probably before like marketing and whatnot like post-production costs and then like 231 million total and what did this gross worldwide box office 225,874,228. It's it's best market was China and even there it only broke 67 mil. The, the, uh, yeah, because the reason is they put like a, a Chinese pop star in a a supporting he's, role he's so, that has more so screen good. time. We we kind of loved him. We were like what if a Chinese guy was in space and he delivered that for us? What if this this movie gives us a Chinese guy in space? You know what's Space, space Chinese. You don't see a lot of space Chinese. China has sent three astronauts to its recently built space station. This launch is the start of continuous occupancy at the space station known as Tiangong. It was officially completed last month, but astronauts have been on board parts of the station since last year to complete construction. Oh, right. I forgot. Before we meet the fish people, the opening opening sequence of the movie set to uh, Space Oddity. Oh, Space Oddity. Yeah. For a second, we were like, that was when Cole was like, guys, this might be good. Is this this space station, this like new international space station going up in the big Chinese module, the Chinese flag connects to it. And it's this montage. First, it's all these different people of Earth meeting on the space station and shaking hands. And it's funny because every set of astronauts has like a caricatured costume from their country. Yeah. So there's like... There's this turban guys space turban. space turbans <laughs> not just not just astronauts wearing turbans but they're yeah. like shiny space turbans they're giant um, space turbans they're so big it rocked it was so good it rocked uh, and uh and then and then they're meeting various aliens most of whom were like practical costumes primarily which was awesome i wasn't expecting that and so I was like, yeah, I was, we, we were won over by that. We were digging the space people in their SpongeBob SquarePants houses. And yeah, and, and then and then we meet our leads and the whole movie just kind of crashed and burned immediately. It also does have like it's got clunky, like it's got like a cumbersome plot that seems stitched together from like different, I'm guessing, different 
stories from the comics that kind of uh it's got a lot of pacing problems it's a little i mean we were all quite high but it's a little hard to follow i i even know if it's like a pacing problem so much as like again because this whole the, the movie is called valerian and the fact that like you don't give a shit about the two leads if the, if, yeah, if the movie's care. better cast you might enjoy the scenes yeah. but there's a lot of stopping for long exposition uh sequences that that aren't i don't think would be particularly gripping even with uh better leads yeah but uh i, mean, I, I guess to try and summarize the rest of the there, plot but, there's yeah. a, a bunch of just kind of contriving reasons to go on fantastical adventures and teleport and do shit. Um, having to do with recovering one of these pearl laying lizards and some other MacGuffin. And then there's a secret zone in the, so, Oh, the city of a thousand planets is this space station. The space station just grew and grew and grew and got shit added to it until it was threatening to crash into earth. So they just blasted it off into space where it's just continued to accumulate like, debris and 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 aliens from all over the galaxy which is i think a kind of a cool premise it's cool uh, yeah like there's some like improvised uh a constantly growing mega structure shit going on which i'm a sucker for kind of wish the, the movie so cool was more about, about just that. um and then so they go to the center of the station where there's this like impenetrable dead zone and oh it's the fish people and they're stealing shit and kidnapping the guy in charge of the army on the space station. But then it turns out after a lot of stuff happens, the guy in charge of the army on the space station was the one who blew up their home planet because they're in a war, an unrelated war, and they're just collateral damage from space nukes. Uh, Pretty much. And then uh, uh, Laureline, uh, Cara Delevingne convinces Valerian to... uh, the the by the book guy i guess um, that's what it says in the wikipedia for the comics anyway to to just let them have the technology they stole so they can have a little spaceship and a hologram beach like their home planet and just go live their lives and he does uh and they and and they defeat the uh uh clive owens space fascist um and uh the day is saved. yeah clive clive owens and they, this too yeah, sad. Clive Owens in this. Clive, Clive Owens in this having like Clive Owens star of like one of the best movies made in the 21st century, Ch- Children of Men. Which did we explicitly? I don't. I mean, we obviously like named the Logan episode after. I think after we did. That, yeah, like, yeah. I should no have. I should have named like my my alternate pick for that retroactively. Also, besides Children of Men, uh, fucking the professional, which is basically like the better version of Logan. Let's be real. Um, but. Yeah, he's Clive Owens is well. Clive Owens gets like the best deal out of like the whole cast because Rucker Howard is second build and he has less than thirty. Oh, seconds I forgot he was in this. Time. He's in the very beginning. Yeah, he is. He's barely in this. He's the president of the United States Earth yeah, Federation. Yeah, we get we get uh, Rihanna doing this kind of like strip tease where she keeps shape shifting into new kind of like PG thirteen sexy outfits. Then she turns into a CGI blob, yeah. which is one of the really bad effects. Who need that? Kind of looks racist, too. 
<laughs> sort of, and then she has like one of those like dramatic. It's like you know like, when the movie does that they introduce a character and then give them a dramatic death and an arc and like a dying monologue. Yeah, magical space Negro. That's what that Mary Sue article I just read said. But it's like you just met them five minutes ago, so yeah. none of it has any impact at all. <laughs> it's like yeah. you had a character arc. She's I a, guess she's a variation <laughs> of the magical Negro, basically. She's magical space. <laughs> that okay that feels like a stretch the magical negro is like a wise old man miguel uh every time they say magical negro can you like make it like 300 percent louder <laughs> can you bleep, bleep it <laughs> don't bleep it come on bill race for <laughs> uh, I, I think i think you're it's academic misusing term. that it is but i think you're misusing it here she she's more like I, just, I don't know she just she, appears I mean, and like lets, she gets lets, like sacrifices herself to but, like help valerian get a i think her being yeah. black is like incidental to that she's yeah. just in this because she's rihanna um oh yeah no she was like but, uh, shooting but it's, her it's, scenes it's, it's just a kind like, of classic uh sci-fi fantasy adventure character where that that like like third stringer tag along character they just compress her arc and throw her sacrifice in kind of at such a weird time that it just doesn't land at all um but like probably closer to less annoying but closer to jar jar binks than uh beggar jar jar binks is a good character oh, speaking of jar jar binks there's also uh we were actually i've never seen that movie no oh you're gonna get like so many people mad if you say say um, that but speaking because we it's it's besides french people being perverts french people are also raging racist so we were like guessing they're really racist they're yeah. really like, racist people don't know like, how we were racist trying to guess they're... like because like the whole shtick of like the city of a thousand there, planets, there's multiple different like alien people. species that are just the Jews. Exactly. <laughs> there's, exactly. There's the but one there's... that has mastered technology and finance, and 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 then there's and then these like the three, three little the three... <laughs> the, the three little guys with huge those, noses those and wings and paunches who are always who are, who who keep showing up to wheel and deal for information and they're constantly asking for more money and trying to haggle and whispering amongst themselves they actually and have it, their own spin-off comic okay but those guys rock they're called something are else you serious? in the I'll, I'll 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 link it Don't well worry. let's Don't see worry. it oh my god they're... It balances out because you've got kind of a positive depiction of space Jews who build computers, and then this negative depiction of space Jews who are are, are devious and conniving and are always trying to 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 get an extra dollar off of you. Which was the style at the time? I'm gonna let that one hang. <laughs> That's uh, like they yeah. really are. Just like if you combined, um, uh, like the the the, 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 the what's the, what's the guy that owns Anakin and Phantom Menace called again? Not technically supposed to be Jewish. Watto and the um. Watto, if you can, if you combined uh, and the, Watto the and the Happy uh, Merchant uh, cartoon, or, or, or no, what are the what are the fucking uh, trolls in um, Harry Potter? The banker the goblins, oh, the, banker yeah. goblins. Yes, I mean, they, all they do is run a bank. They're they're not going up to Harry Potter. It's like I will tell you all about Voldemort, but first you must make a deal with me. I mean, have you seen them? I, I have. Don't have you seen like, them? Is, I think, they also financing Voldemort? We don't need to Let's talk about real, Harry Potter. Real bad. Yeah. We don't need to talk. We don't need to give yeah. a minute of, of words to Harry Potter. But um, we gotta we gotta keep talking about this piece of shit, uh, which unfortunately does have a lot of like cool things going for it in terms of like it, yeah, it's it's all cool. kind of at the margins Happy. or in the in betweens though. Like Flair. 
Well, then, like, then, like, you know, uh, the other the other big name this movie has is fucking Ethan Hawke, and we're like an hour and a half into the movie or something like that, and I'm thinking, like, where is Ethan Hawke? He's supposed to be playing a guy. Uh, we're gonna named, get to the Ethan Hawke uh, factory. We're really, he's playing a jolly the pimp, which I made a big t- big deal about. I messaged Stu and I was like, "You were no, so guess, excited guess, to see guess Ethan who Hawk. Ethan Hawke. Guess who Ethan Hawke is playing in this movie? Guess his name. I was like, he was not prepared for him to be called Jolly the Pimp. Pervert. Hey, cowboy. You come to the right spot. This is best damn club on the whole space station. I'll be with you in a second. Um, but Ethan Hawke's having a great ass fucking time. It's like he's in a completely different movie, and I wish I was watching that movie instead. Like, where's the Jolly it's the Space Pimp? He, he's the one that's like doing this like carnival barker thing. Well, he's doing this like carnival barker thing. It's like come in, yeah, because 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 it's, uh, it's Dane like Chris DeHaan Tucker a little bit needs a shapeshifter to sneak in to this like uh, alien village in the space station where they're gonna. You think they're like trying to pimp out Cara Delevingne, but they're actually going to eat her. It turns out. Um, yeah. And uh, he, you know, he needs a shapeshifter, so he goes to a shapeshifter strip show that Ethan Hawke is like shilling. And then it's like right as they're leaving, you find out that he like owns her and is like literally pimping her. And uh, then Danahan kills him. And it, that's kind of just, there's a lot of kind of yeah, indiscriminate that, killing Hawk, in this movie, is, actually. Unfortunately, like, yeah, it kills all of its, like, most interesting characters, like, after five minutes of screen time. It's it's, it's insane. Well, it's, it's weird for a movie that's kind of got this sort of, like, anti-war theme, these kind of, like, you can, these threads of anti-imperialism or whatever, which apparently is a thing that the comics got more and more into as they went on. Um is to to have that, but to also have your characters like pretty like indiscriminately killing random aliens uh, in disputes where there's not like a clear like they're like particularly yeah. deserve to die um, <laughs> situations, and they're just blowing their goopy heads right off. There's just there's the guys that are fishing. Oh yeah, they catch them fishing in like space ether. And the, the dude's just a fisherman. He doesn't know what he caught. He gets his head blown off. It'd be like if you reeled <laughs> up a salmon and the salmon pulled a magnum on you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good visual image, though. Um, like, fine, I'll throw you back. Don't pull the trigger. Yeah, there is, like, besides, like, it, it's just, about, again, it's just another thing that, like, con- confounds the mind where, it, it's like, from what I've, tried to research as to like why on earth did Luke Besson choose Cara Delevingne fucking dog a ding dong and Dane Nahan why did he settle on these two absolute voids of personality to be the leads of what I understand to be like a project he had been working on since like the fifth element like the fifth element was basically like his take on Valerian without like the official licensing. So, and and the only thing I could find was just like, he met them and he was like, you're perfect. 
which is so weird because like the things that make like yeah, the they, fifth they element the and they like, act. like yeah, the, the things that make like the fifth element and and the professional like so good despite the fact that they're directed by a, a literal pedophile is they offer like several of like actors like greatest of all time performances like Gary Oldman especially like those are oh, two yeah, of his Gary like, Oldman is, most is iconic swinging turns. for the fences in both of those movies uh, Natalie debut for Natalie Portman she's amazing John Reno fucking you know Mila Jovovich is also a, a model but she's like perfect as as Lilu and you know god fucking bless Bruce Willis like this movie I hadn't rewatched in a long time but I was like damn Bruce Willis could absolutely hit it from the yeah, back it's like you 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 Bruce like Willis you, could get could do you, on me you you forget that like there was a time when Bruce Willis owned um, oh my god yeah i forgot because it's, it's been it's been two decades uh even way before he got uh uh dementia uh, he was just just phoning it in for years and years and years and and they're so um, sexy together in that movie like that movie has such like good like pg-13s aren't horny like they used to be anymore and this is this is like evidence because Again, the two leads are so lifeless that like it's like it's like slapping wet chicken thighs together. It's awful. They're not even wet though. They're so yeah. That's too much marinade. Yeah, it's it's like you remember the Robaxa set commercials with the wooden mannequin. What? This is a weird Canadian thing. No. This I, I, maybe this is just where, where the couple years between us matters is I, oh you know fuck it i'll explain it why not um there was a like you know like a wooden puppet wooden yeah, like mannequin Pinocchio. puppet no yeah. no but like faceless and featureless like they use them like the kind that you would yeah. use to pose for figure oh drawing. yeah yeah and he would have he would be walking around all hunched over because he had pain in his back and then he'd take Robaxaset, which was a pain medication, and he'd be like, I can stand upright and have a jaunty walk. Anyway, I was going to say it would be like two Robaxaset puppets. Fucking. It's but... autistic reference. <laughs> I don't know. I watched a lot of TV in the 90s. <laughs> what do you want from me? Um, trying, to, trying to think of a connecting. Yeah, we know Furbies. Remember of, Furbies? Of... I do remember Furbies. I made a big deal of getting a Furby when I was six. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Like they could have replaced her with a Furby, and it would have been like much better, better to movie. watch. Better, literally, you could replace her with a lamp with some googly um, eyes on it. That's kind of what she looks like, anyway. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I just, I don't understand. Did like Bassam like hit his head? Like uh, that, and like oh, the fact that um, another thing because like another thing that Fifth Element had like extremely going for it. And I, I will go to death saying that that is like one Gaultier of the best, <laughs> one of the costume best design. costumed movies of all time. Yeah. It's, it's legendary, but like, we also nearly lost her because there's that scene at the beginning where they have to like, go to that like marketing town. That's kind of like Oz where you got to put on the yeah, glasses. Yeah. So it's, this, and and it's, it's, it's conceptually kind of like, there's lots of this movie that's conceptually kind of like neat set up and, 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 and get from moments when there. the special effects come together and it even looks cool where it's like, there's this like, just like empty desert where all these tourists show up in, Oh, they fucking, they roll in on the battle bus from Fortnite. They roll in on the God. battle bus, the cool ass <laughs> battle bus. We got a number one victory Royale. Yeah. Fortnite. We bout to get down. get down. Ten kills on the board right now. Just wiped out tomato town. 
Yeah, they're rolling on the battle bus. And it's just this like patch of desert, but then you put glasses on and you're like holographically transported to another planet. And uh, and the costuming and, department decided let's just dress Cara Delevingne in uh, some urban outfitters like Coachella fits and put Dane DeHaan yeah. like a fat guy Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, it's such a. I mean, because like, the, well, they're showing up because they're space cops. They're like meeting like some local local cops or soldiers this, yeah, or something, was- and they all and those guys all look like they're kind of out of Mad Max, and then. And then uh, the two of them roll out of their ship looking like they're going to Coachella. And I thought that was a funny visual gag. That kind of kind of worked for me. Um, But yes. And then like they're like using these boxes to teleport into this other dimension so they can get the lizard rat. And it's like Dane DeHaan's like just got like a box with an arm sticking out of it. And then he's on the rest of them's on the other side of it back on this desert planet. And it's like conceptually could have been really fun, but like the the action's just a bit Reddit. I don't know. Yeah. And, and then the cat and then the lead just sucks so bad um, that it just never quite comes together. But like there are moments of visual imagination in this movie that almost, like it was like once in a while the movie would start to win me over again and it would just be back into the brick wall. Uh, it's like being in a car with a really bad driver, you know, just like Rick, Rick. yeah, he keeps like the 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 brakes fucked up, so you keep stopping short. Uh, just, no, they're just like bad you get so so no, well, he's so nauseous. You like throw up in the back seat and then you gotta yeah. pay for it. That's happened to me. I'm um, trying to find because so much of this movie, aside from how much the casting sucks, is like visual, and it's hard to just be like, "Well, the videos are really well, fantastical." Um, I, mean, I, I do want to talk like, about. Okay, so one thing I want to hit on, I think, is it feels like a lot of this movie's biggest problems are them sanding off the edges of how weird and European it is to try yes. and make yeah. it for like a Absolutely. American slash global audience. And, and from the casting to the, the, yeah, you know, the, 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 uh, the plotting, um, uh, the, the dialogue, like it, like this element, they're all like, like, uh, are all feel just a little watered down and that consistently makes the movie worse at every turn. Uh, and I feel like, you know, audiences might've responded to this because the advertising doesn't give you the sense of this, like, out there psychedelic adventure like most of the advertising emphasizes what feels like the most like if you could isolate the most normal looking generic 2010 sci-fi stuff from this movie that was kind of what the advertising leaned on and uh i feel like maybe if you like leaned into what the movie's strongest and weirdest points or if you made it more fucking french people might have actually yeah. responded to it because it would be like oh it's something different from marvel movies and whatever it's um, it's nowhere near horny enough either for that matter and i know that's that will probably get us and get me in trouble for saying considering lupason's uh sexual proclivities i, I mean like, you're, i guess you're, like i'm comparing this to right, the but also yeah directly like, like the fifth element ends with Mila Jovovich and Bruce Willis fucking, and it's undeniable they're fucking. Uh, you see Mila Jovovich's tits like several times in that movie. Not that I want to see Karen Delvey's tits. They're, they're like, not, yeah, they're, they're rare. They're PG thirteen. I'm not allowed to have opinions on them because that's that's not they're, my place. But uh, okay. <laughs> no, you get a pass. You get a pass. I, I, I believe everyone's allowed to have opinions on everything. You get, you get the you get the white woman. <laughs> they can pass. be wrong or whatever, but like you're, you're, everyone already, everyone's got opinions, whether whether or not you express them or not. It's kind of a moot point, I think. 
So yeah, Cara Delevingne's titties out of 10. Who, who has a cameo appearance in this movie that is just like, why? Uh, uh, remember, Jessica Rabbit shows up for a hot second. Shot. Yeah, that was... There, so that's another thing. I think there's like, there's like a hundred or two hundred differently designed like alien species made for this movie, which yeah, like there's a lot of there's a lot of aliens cool. running around. I appreciate like, that. Like they looked all distinct. Like it didn't look on a like even when they were siege. Well, most of the time, like with the exception of like the Rihanna bubble creature. Like a lot of the the aliens were like, if not CG, like practically done. Uh, like especially more at the beginning, I think. But like that that yeah, there's know, there's for a something. good amount of practical stuff and some like artful blending of practical and digital. She got like mostly yeah. an alien costume, then like the eyes are CG or something. Yeah, and there's something about the way Weta does CGI that is like more texture and inertia it doesn't it doesn't have that same quality as much as with like the stuff you see in like an mcu or a lot of other movies where like your yeah. eyes just like kind of slide off of it like just like district nine like is used like the aliens are all cgi but it doesn't take me out of the movie the way it would in a lot of other stuff uh that, i don't know why, I still i'm, cur- I'm curious if someone who film. really knows like film and special effects could uh articulate what precisely it is they do different because it's like a, probably an agglomeration of little things, but uh, I would love to know more. I don't. I was just this movie's kind of hard to talk yeah. about because it's such it's a bad though mess. I think, I think um, it's bad. Yeah, it's oh no, it's bad. I, yeah, yeah. It's it was just surprised us with moments yeah. of being almost good was, here and there that I didn't. We didn't think we were going to get. There. Um, who, who said there <laughs> should be like you. an AI thing where you could like replace the two was it was it me who said there should be like a bot that allows you to replace the two leads in this movie with anyone else we were all we were all quite high when we watched this we were all um, so fucking high when we watched this (laughs) maybe maybe i'm Stu. (laughs) that would be funny if you if you body swapped well then if 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 you're me then who am i maybe maybe the real stew is the friends we made along the way we made along the way. Oh, um, you know, I'd have the past. That'd be you something. Would. You'd have the past. That's true. You'd be. You'd. How? How much would you? It it's, is. it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um. Uh. Speaking of which, uh, while well, I <laughs> desperately try, I'm the only one who like. Well, no, you said. I'm guessing Stu put this in the notes. Like this place, like a campy psychedelic Euro yeah. sci-fi. Like a CW drama. Well, no, um, just, I was saying the casting. The, the, oh, I said okay, that earlier. But that's that's the that's under that's a sub note of the casting. But, oh, that and um, oh, the detail that uh, the production company like this was produced by like Bisson's oh, yeah, Luke, production Luke, company. Luke Bisson, Europe, like, but, like bankrupted yeah. his production company. It basically bankrupted. This. Like I really yeah. want to emphasize, like two hundred million euros is a lot of money. And this movie, and that's not counting whatever they spent on marketing and distribution, all that stuff. And this movie did not make it back. Not even worldwide. No. Not, I don't think, on not video or streaming close. or anything. Like, no one was buying the fucking DVD of this 
No one wanted like, this. This is one of those movies where it's like you're gonna go to the Walmart in five years and 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 there's gonna be like one of those like four in one sci-fi classics collections DVDs. It's gonna be like THX one one three eight and this and crawl and uh um uh, I don't know. What was that Wachowski's one? Yeah. With uh the dog. Jupiter man. Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> I feel like it's only a matter of time before like if, if Jack wins again, which it's fucking blow up your house. I've seen that it's, movie. That's like not three gonna be rules times. to Patreon. Oh no. my god. <laughs> oh, you already watched movie that? In theaters. Why? No, it was uh Was it also for a podcast? Was for a Wachowski like retrospective that I just wanted to do. I just wanted to see all their movies. Okay. Uh, and then the other was I saw it after a breakup. And I wanted to, I, it actually, it made, it, it really made the breakup go down smooth. That movie was awful. Well, at least, at least it, at least it contributed one thing to, to cult or to the, to the world. Uh, you know what? Are we, are we like pretty, cause I'm, I'm kind of done talking about this movie. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, sorry, it's more, folks, it's more interesting lot. to talk about like. Other like the fifth element or just like other you know better versions we, of this movie. Maybe we should start recording when we do viewings because this might have been a better commentary than yeah. an episode. Because it's, it's hard when to it's talk just, about after the fact. It's just kind of um it's kind of we were also, we were also know, doing like really... some good bits yeah. during the recording too. It is. It's 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 like in the it's like you have these individually weird moments that pop up and surprise you. But like in, in retrospect, trying to talk about the movie, it's like and then trying to, again, like trying to describe like like the weird sci-fi stuff yeah. that was like at least potentially interesting is hard to put into words. Like the teleporting box, yeah, VR and shit. Like, some, I, don't, like, I don't really know how to describe that in a way that makes too. sense. Just purely uh, uh, <laughs> to, to listen to. There were also like a to. lot of scenes that, like you said, were like uh, a lot of like prequel ass. Like you know, we're debating uh, shipping contracts, kind of shit. Yeah, and like like meeting like weird weird half cgi yeah. guys that are like jowly and kind of angry oh and yeah and, john, and goodman. Just kinda, john goodman yeah, oh, yeah john, goodman. john yeah. goodman's also in this and i was like immediately that's john goodman. so he's always he's always nice when he shows um, up in something i like john goodman i guess watch I do we do watch other watch watch instead of but yeah, yeah. yes oh this is absolute oh this is absolutely a case where we are pulling out the don't, uh, don't yeah. first don't bother I, with this movie like really if maybe no watch yeah. the opening scene the opening the opening scene like the opening like scene up until it smash cuts to dane dahan on that beach and that's like all oh and the last thing before i this movie also ends on like the worst adr line ever read in history it's right they're on they're in they're in the spaceship flying off into the sunset and they're finally gonna make out and and she says like something about learning something. He says, "Oh, maybe I learned one thing." And then, yeah, just a completely different yeah. line, really badly. Miguel, cut, in. cut it in. I did learn something. What? I want only your name on my playlist. Yeah, it doesn't so mean bad. anything. Like, it's, 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 it's so bad. There's no context for it. It's so it's so bad that like I had to watch it like five times after to confirm what I had just seen and heard was it, real. It sounds like, like what you it, hear in so the TV in the TV dub of an R-rated movie. It's it's so bad Tommy Wiseau would blush. Like it's it's the worst ADR line read, and it's how it's the final spoken line of dialogue. The movie ends on that line. 
it's insane. It's insane. So yeah, to don't don't watch this movie. Please don't. Um, no, you're, like, you're not missing much. You're not like, missing. Just the, the bits and pieces are too kind of few and far between. Uh, it's not a lost classic here. Uh, no, it's 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 not. No matter how like let's. It also there's also some words to be said about like this latest trend of like people trying to reclaim it, like just garbage ass mid tier movies as like misunderstood classics and I better not be seeing seeing that with us. Okay, so I want to say just just because something isn't as thoroughly bland doesn't as a Marvel movie, yeah, doesn't mean that it's now good. No, you know? if I see your like, standards need to be I better. One, I mean, I've already seen it because it's on Letterboxd and I fell for it. But like, if I see one more person giving this four and a half stars being like, you know what? This is the lost Star Wars prequel. I'm going to kill you. I'm I'm going <laughs> to kill you. I'm going to kill you because I saw the Star Wars prequels. I like the Star Wars prequels. I thought this would be good. And I was all, all ready to be the Nicole of the episode, give the girlfriend opinion, you know, and I was tricked. You were, that's what I you was said. tricked. But what would you watch? You were, you were devastated. What would, uh, yeah. Oh, me. I have a, I have a nice list. Nicole's um, got a first list. of all, I would, I would, I would definitely watch fantastic planet because yeah. that is also a, a French movie. Um, I, I may have actually suggested Fantastic Planet on like a previous mainline episode, if maybe a Thor as a Thor alternative, because those are always like, please don't watch yeah. those. Um, just just watch Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic Planet, Planet yeah. is Fantastic Planet is great. Um, also, fabulous Baron Munchausen, Ooh. which is not uh, the Adventures of Baron Munchausen by Terry Gilliam. This is a Czech film. Um, also just like a general plug for like Czech cinema, like mid 20th century up until like, even like the eighties, like I really love Czech cinema. It has such like a nice sense of like whimsy and like kookiness to it. Um, and I'm, I'm going to throw out, even though I'm, uh, it's not like my favorite, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw out, uh, Claire Denis' High Life as well, because I think I, I think I said like, well, what if, what if instead of Dane DeHaan we had like Robert Pattinson as this lead? Like, I don't know if he would have been the better pick. I would have liked him a lot better in this role. But High Life is if you want to see Robert Pattinson as an astronaut, intergalactic traveler, mm-hmm. um, you can't do any better than High Life. Uh, Mia Goth's in it too. And so if you want to see Robert, you know, get your Mia Goth fix. You want to see Robert Pattinson as Batman? Then you better stick around. You, for, see the yeah, you better stick around for like three Event- years. We'll get to yeah. that eventually. Yeah, we'll we'll be watching this in twenty twenty five probably. Other, you already said you're going to name Barbarella again. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, like I mean, it's just it's right time. there. It's 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 a campy sci fi romp based on European comics. Um, it, it's not even like that amazing a movie, but it's, it's, it's no, got it's a lot of really nice production design. It's fun. At least Jane Fonda understands the movie. She's uh, the, doing. the dying Jane Fonda. Um, oh yeah. Holy. Um, actually, she, even now she would have been better in this than Carrie yeah. Delevingne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 85 year old Jane Fonda. Uh, oh my God. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, but I mean like just kind of like any other sci fantasy movie fucking watch. You'll have a better time with well, fifth Crawl, element. I feel even, is like fifth element, uh, like one of the, at least to me, when I think of like 
what I've been trying to pin down or describe as like the anti-Marvel movie or like the peak sort of like what we would suggest, like the better versions of what either the either the better versions of what Marvel movies are trying to do or the movies that Marvel movies are like shamelessly trying to be pastiches of and like Fifth Element is one of those movies for me, like, because it, it has such like a sentimental value, like it was on television all the time as like a teenager. And it, it influenced a lot of like what I like in science fiction, like cinematic spectacle. Obviously, I haven't, uh, I could ramble like for another hour about how much I love the costuming in that movie. But like, I, I'm big on the idea of a, of a really, really tall city. And like the bottom of it is just kind of like abandoned. Yeah. Um, actually speaking of, cause this, this, this comic, um, and the movie has this idea of this space station. that's just grown colossal with stuff constantly being added to it. Um, uh, and that vein of like mega structures and, and this kind of, uh, 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 improvised and constantly changing human or uh, sapiently inhabited spaces. I'm just saying, read the manga uh, Blam. It's spelled B L A M E for. And it's got like, an exclamation bad point. Bad translation the, um... reasons that stuck. Yeah, with oh, an wait, exclamation point. Oh, wait, it's not called Blame? No. Oh, I've been calling it. I would. Well, I did. I, I would well, you too. Can't, you, you can't, can't yell at me for that. It's, 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 it's a bad. It's a. It's a. It's a. Uh, a like, a mistransliteration of an onomatopoeia that became tied to the branding of it and stuck. I guess. I. I've heard that. My dad actually recommended the the movie on Netflix, which I haven't seen. I've heard mixed things, but the the manga's not too huge a read and it's pretty easy to get like your hands on. Is that kind of like how there's, uh, there's like official how. Jojo merchandise where like for part four, where like it actually says on like the, on like the merchandise, like diamond is not crush. Yeah. So kind of like that. Kind of, except I think I, I like, saw a lot of those. It's just so many people know it by that I name would. now that it's just, I, they just have stuck with it. I'm guessing. I guess it makes it easier to Google search. Um, but uh, yeah, 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 read Blam. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. That's some that's some cool cool shit. Uh, or actually, and, and you know what? On that, I was gonna maybe save this as a, a recommendation for like a, a different mar like a different Marvel or DC movie down the line. But like on the on the topic of like a mega structure, although it's not technically a mega structure, um, uh, Rintaro's Metropolis. Um, Oh, so fucking actually, Speaking of things my dad rented when I was a kid. Which was the style at the time? So fuck the the movie. I mean, um, I need to smoke weed with your dad. <laughs> yeah, your dad sounds awesome to smoke weed I mean, with. My dad like took a CBD pill like a, like a two months ago, and he nearly like yeah. died. Oh, my, my dad's my dad's been smoking weed. I think since he was like fifteen. My dad years stopped old. smoking like, weed in like the eighties. Yeah, I think. Can um, we get? But he's like oh, he's, he's, he's like one. He's like well, your know, stuff's so strong these days. He's just like one hit and. He He's good for the night. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys uh, are nice enough, we'll get Stu's dad on one of the episodes. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love my dad. He's that would be sick. He, we could do like a heavy metal. That would be awesome. Retrospective. Awesome. Have your dad on. Me, it would be someone. Oh yeah, next Patreon raffle suggests oh, heavy God. metal. I don't, I don't we can, know, we can have I, Stu's I dad if on. I, if he, he he might be a little. Uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I don't know if he'd respond well to like the the being put on the spot that comes from like having to speak for an audience. I don't. Know okay. how, many, how many times would, would, would he be I able could, to like put up with with Cole saying no, I would so and so got I rid? Would, 
I would be able to talk to him because I've also read like every single issue of heavy metal and we would just talk about heavy metal for like three hours. It would be great. I don't, I don't yeah. I don't know how much he's still like, I mean, cause you know, since he first had that stuff and showed it me when I was a kid, like he's you know, pushing 60 now. Like yeah. I don't know how he feels about some of that stuff these days. Cause you know, you get old and your yeah. sensibilities change and. I mean, I know he still likes animation stuff. But I don't know if he's quite in the same I uh, fix headspace about it. But, uh, I can fix it. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll run it past him. It might be fun. I don't know. I just I don't want to put him on the spot. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Not his, a dad his episode. I could bring my dad on. Dad, just have him well, they, talk about could, like three stages or about, something. <laughs> well, they, they, they could talk about like 70s rock and playing the drums and shit. Yeah, they could talk about <laughs> 70s rock. We could have, a, oh, we could have a, well, we could have your like grandma's band do our the, uh, new theme no, song. No, you don't want them to do that. Or no, or no, I can get my dad to 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 come up with something, just like bang on the drums or some shit. And be like, oh, is this I for actually, your radio I, show? I did solicit. I I went to a friend on Twitter and and solicited a theme. I'll see what they uh, come up with. Uh, I'm I'm surprised we haven't been like the person I like ripped this like the, our theme song from hasn't been like, hey, <laughs> it's just like it's just a bad kazoo cover of the Avengers theme. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything better. Is there, so is there but, anything else? Like, I mean, we're we're coming up. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, we're coming up a bit short with watch, this uh, episode, but I wonder if there's so anything I got, else. We I, got, wanna... I got a couple recommendations. Yeah, go off. Uh, first of all, just read Valerian. Uh, you can. Oh, oh did yeah, you, that's did you read? Some I, haven't, I, said... I haven't read it yet. Uh, well, actually, that's not entirely true. I read the first complete edition volume. There's like eight of them. I read the first one like probably six years ago. Uh, I remember liking it. I, I not not enough to like track down the other volumes, but it was enough that I didn't feel like I wasted my money. Uh so that was yeah, read those. Uh I will at some point probably read the comics maybe in time for this to be released and then my two movie or well one's a TV show and one's a movie. Uh, the TV show one, just get high and put on like any episode of Star Trek, and statistically, it will be better than this movie. And if you oh, get yeah, high yeah. enough, you can even like cry when someone does a speech, and that'll be great. And then my second one is the better version of this movie, Star Wars uh, Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. You can watch the 4K God. on <laughs> Disney Plus right now. It's gorgeous. the 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 4K transfer the Disney the 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 uh, actually, they were they were done by Fox right before they they were about to get bought out by Disney. You can you can, you can really see the green screen on that oh, 4K transfer. Actually, <laughs> it's they remastered all the special effects and it looks gorgeous. Like so, like the cor the Coruscant like establishing shots are like mind melting in 4K. They actually redid the effects. I, I don't know if they redid it or just put like an ups like a really really good upscale, but. There are you know, times the when that, that movie, movie isn't actually the effects. I, I I'm not a prequel revisionist. Yeah, you you will have all. fun. Uh, <laughs> you will have fun. In fact, I might go watch them right that's now. A, like that's a generational divide between well, that's that's a generational divide. Because you watched these movies right when you were four years old. I, I was and more I of watched an original, them when I was a teenager. I was more of an original trilogy person when I was a kid. I appreciated the prequels, and that was like all the toys that I got were the prequels. But uh it really wasn't until I joined Twitter that I really, yeah. really got an affinity for them again. I think, like, I liked them. Jack, Jack loves the prequels, actually. Your house—they're great. I feel like most of what I like 
most of what I really like about Star Wars is specific to the things that made it a product of the 70s. Yeah, you like the 70s influences. Uh, oh, so much. Yeah. Like, that's so much of what I, I actually I like it. about those movies. I get it. Uh, I really uh, the do. The original movies. Um, it's, it's cool that they, that they moved the, the sci-fi influences and still made it feel like Star Wars, but I get why people like, didn't I, like Here's it. the thing. Like, I, I get, like, when it comes, like, hey, we got a little time to kill. We can have these. Like, we might as well have a, a prequel conversation. Why the fuck not? Um, yeah. I, um, yeah. I, like, I appreciate that there's, like, interesting things in the prequels like like they're they're trying for interesting kind of ideas i uh-huh. think conceptually the idea that like the 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 old republic looks like the 50s which makes sense like thematically it looks like the 50s and everything's mm-hmm. kind of sleek and chrome and tail fins and there's there's a a, a a diner in space with a with a short order cook with an apron and four arms um because you know the old republic falls and that's like you know the boomer 50s youth and then nixon like that all tracks to me conceptually i just in the execution i find those movies Uh so flat and like alternating between flat and kind of visually sort of smooth yet bloated in in a way that like is kind of feels like the origin point for a lot of the things I don't like visually about the Marvel movies. I just, uh... I do agree. They are, they are the, that's, that's sort of the curse that uh, so many of these blockbuster guys have to bear is that all the Marvel movies that everyone despises, like came from them. And I think that's why you're sort of starting to see a lot of uh, um, almost like these, these films that are like look backs at, their previous works with a little bit of a uh a, a more critical lens like so much of avatar 2 especially the first hour and a half is just being like yeah if you if you thought the the aliens like the marines in aliens were like based you're stupid and you should be killed yeah yeah uh, yeah avatar, like, avatar is a so much of the aliens in a response to like the Reagan era in yeah. general and well, well actually, well, the Bush, um, well, I think it's a response to like, uh, I wonder if it is like Cameron feels like guilty for contributing to like Reagan era culture and then feeling that it like led to Bush in Iraq and I think, Avatar I think is like that his contrition. and, and yeah, there's that. And then in, um, in the, the, uh, in the Fablemans, there's a lot of like, like the almost the whole thesis of the film is like sorry for inventing the blockbuster. I was like getting over my <laughs> Wait, parents' really? divorce. That's I, awesome. I've, so many people. I I yeah. I, I looked at the Fablemans just at the level of I haven't seen. I, mean, I looked at it just at the level of I should see it because uh, David Lynch is obviously thought, in it. Oh God, just Spielberg sucking off his legacy was the thing. I'm I can't imagine being less interested in something. And then so many people came along and said, "Oh no, no this movie's actually great," is. and that, whose taste I trust. And I'm like. I, it is amazing and like almost too intimate for a Spielberg. Like, like you get to learn shit about like Spielberg's family and like how he views like his parents that like you wouldn't even. Yeah, get no, I'm I'm really actually interested to say that. And also, yeah, uh, David Lynch as John Ford is uh, inspired. <laughs> it's uh, I think it's still on the server. It's it's great. Uh, Paul Dano is also really great in it as Spielberg's dad. 
Uh, Michelle Williams as Spielberg's mom is like insane. Yeah, it's it's a great little little picture that you wouldn't. I I I, I didn't expect it to be that good. I expected it to be like yeah, a uh, like Babylon and like all these other movies that come out where it's just like hey, cinema mm-hmm. used to be magical and now it's not as magical because like you know there's no like you know fucked up starlets anymore that'll like suck your dick because they have dad issues. Yeah. And it's yeah, not that no, at all. I, I really want to watch there's the, the Fableman. We chased all the perverts out of the industry. No, we didn't. They're just like, a different you know, kind of well, pervert. Well, actually, well, there's, you know what? It's to, just a, yeah, a, it's a, a lasting thought I posed in the question in the notes for this episode because this, this, this came out, Valerian, I mean, came out like July 2017. So this was like two, three months before like the Weinstein like shit and like Me Too. And like with it, obviously, like mm-hmm. more interest in being like, "Hey, Luke Besson, what what was the deal about your like third, second wife?" So I'm I'm like, not that there was like any chance of this movie making a profit, but do you think it would even would have bombed like harder if it came out like uh, after the wine scene? Here's, here's the thing about Luke Besson is he's not enough of. Uh, it, at least in America, in the American cultural context, he's not enough of a name or yeah, an not anymore for it to matter. Um, not anymore, at least. Yeah, yeah. I think I I think that like you would definitely get like maybe, an article it, coming maybe out in and France, a bunch of people being like, "Fuck this movie." In America, I can't but, say like, "Who's Luke Besson?" I mean, they yeah. France they signed a letter being like, "No, uh, uh, me too is uh, le bad. Uh, long live fucking your producer." And like every French actress signed it. <laughs> just that's just how they operate. That's just that's, how they operate. They're built. The French are di- are literally built different. Yeah, I mean. They produce some of the finest actresses, but yeah, when it comes to like sex shit, they're they're well. We, we gotta have like we gotta have freaks. We gotta have. Oh, I'm, I, I'm I pro like freak freak and pervert. Women freaks, like you know. But yeah, as long as no one's getting hurt. Yeah, pretty much. Which unfortunately, I I don't think was. I, I think people were hurt in the case of uh, Besson, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. Uh, especially oh, yeah. like I know, like Natalie Portman was like, yeah, as important as that role is to me, like I had like a lot of grown ass men like sending me explicit letters about like how they wanted to fuck me as a twelve year old because they saw the professional, and I'm like, that fucking sucks. That's, that's a yeah, that's, that's a, a weird. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Do I'm we, sorry. Is there anything? Is there just like anything else? Like just like I don't know, movie news? Just like yeah, we could just kind of just do a kind of miscellaneous. If there's anything else anyone's yeah. got on uh, their head, is it worth talking about the the uh, panic attack representation in the Super Mario Brothers movie? Is that is that a thing <laughs> we're doing now? I. I, oh well, I that, that, that that popped off after you got like suspect perma banned. Unfortunately, um, is this actually? I think this is the first thing we we've. No, no, we we recorded Ragnarok uh, after you got the final ban. But no, someone someone on Twitter was just like sharing screenshots from the Super Mario Brothers movie, like the same like the same person did that with uh, the the fucking Puss in Boots movie, where like. 
they go, I have never seen such an accurate and and well done depiction of a panic attack and what to do during a panic attack in my whole life. This movie is amazing. And it's all it was like a 28 year old girl, like woman posting this about like a baby movie. Okay, um, I, here's here's a question I want to pose. Um, zooming out to the general trend of like, oh my god, my my mental health is represented in like that, just that kind of posting or 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 really yeah. a lot of representations of general. What is the cause of that? What what makes you into a kind of person who cares if they they do panic attacks realistically in a movie? You were on Tumblr. Yeah, but why is you were on Tumblr as is, a teenager? But, but, you were on Tumblr but that's as a tautology. Like what I makes people on anyone, Tumblr like that? I think it's I think it's a very small subset of people that just think that like real life should be cartoons. Yeah, it is. No, yeah. no, they're not really consequential no, in real life no, but like i'm just curious how you you end up becoming that person my, my answer is like i have all I, kinds I of mental health further. issues and i don't care if movies resemble my personal experience uh at all even a little bit <laughs> i have a hard time understanding that um also it just kind of that mentality suggests this idea that it's like there's a correct experience that everyone who's really has a thing has, and I don't think that's true. Like people are kind of endless in their variety. Uh, yeah. I don't like being placated to either. It just feels like condescending. No, like I see people. Like, yeah. I see people try to advertise. Like I saw someone advertising yeah. a game and they're like, what if, uh, I don't remember what it actually was. So I'm just going to make, make up the equivalent. Like what if Deus X was <laughs> communist <man>. and trans <laughs> and it's like, I nothing against a com like a, a communist and trans Deus Ex sounds fun, but advertising it like that in explicit terms, saying it's the it's the it's the the trans communist Deus Ex yeah. immediately makes me way less interested in it. Um, it's a marketing strategy. You heard it here first, folks. Stu hates trans communists. <laughs> Famously, yeah. That. <laughs> oh wait! Breaking news! Wait! Yeah. Wait! Breaking news! Breaking news! Jonathan Majors has been dropped by his product by his management and PR agency. It's it's over. Oh, it's so it's over. over. Was he supposed oh, to so be over. the like? Okay, every, Thanos for the next that, phase. This of, is supposed to be the new Thanos. Oh yes. my god, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I, abusing your spouse for, isn't okay. funny, but uh, Marvel for, taking like, an L is. Yeah. I just want to say, shout out to the victim. I mean, not shout out to the victim, but like, you know, uh, <laughs> like, 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 okay, so, like, I, my, all, like, I like all, all, all thoughts and prayers, and like, I hope the victim is doing well, but like, Oh man, dude, Kevin Kevin Feige is stomping on his <laughs> shitty Black Panther hat right now, and I'm like half chub. I am. I, that's what I want now. Instead of hopes and prayers for every public tragedy, <laughs> I want Joe Sorry Biden to come totter, and I'll be like, shout out to the victims of the West Covina High School shooting. Oh my Oscar. Dude, that shit like all 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 abusers all abusers could fucking rot, <laughs> but like pack watch. What does pack watch pack mean? Watch. I keep seeing people say that and I don't understand it. What the f Why are you f***ing here, man? You're so old. Where's your wife? Go home to your family, dude. I, yes, I am. But but what does it mean? But uh, pack pack watch, pack watch refers to like the the practice of like sort of 
having like a like a celebratory like like being ready for a celebratory smoke oh, because your like enemies a pack are of smokes. Uh, like taking an L. Yeah. I, I usually like weed, like like a like a pack like pack because you gotta you know you gotta roll oh, the, okay, the yeah, joint. Yeah, you know? right. So you get the See, I thought it was like get the pack I thought people of were trying to say out. like we're yeah. watching your pack like a herd of animals. I or your crew or something i don't know when you try to infer the meaning of these things backwards you arrive at uh erroneous conclusions okay thank you so bad for the people who aren't paying for this because this is like a great this is a great ass moment in podcast i feel bad for the people who are paying for this (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah Maybe maybe if you wanted to be a Kang, you shouldn't have fucking beat it yeah, your girlfriend or that's whatever. Insane. That is that is actually that I'm sorry, but like that is designed <laughs> to make me more racist. <laughs> Not that I'm racist, but like if 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 I was racist, but everything Disney does is designed to make people racist because they want people to be mad at them so they can convince other people that they're obligated to watch their movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, like speaking of, uh, uh, I saw a lot of what I'm like convinced have to be astroturf accounts boosting that uh, two and a half hour live action, live action, quote unquote, uh, Little Mermaid movie. Oh, I can't see shit in any of those screenshots. It looks bad. I, I feel bad. I, for her. I feel bad. I almost feel bad oh, for yeah, them because it's like. It's like yeah, well, yeah. One, you're getting, you're just getting shoveled face first oh, into like yeah. the most annoying That's like half, letting yourself half be their hard drive. Half that's their like hard letting drive yourself be like picked up by the ankles and used as a cudgel by the Disney Corporation. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, that. But also, also, I feel bad for the production company. Because it's like, oh, you guys didn't get the Avatar two technology. No, they, they, when I saw it, they showed a trailer this is, for this the, same thing with avatar do and it's like that just makes that movie look so shitty exactly <laughs> i know also yeah. don't got nick mullen voicing sebastian so that's an absolute <laughs> fucking waste that is um i i don't like to do the like referencing other podcast things too much but normally come, but this is a patreon on. episode so but, i could just be yeah, like that is one of my favorite bits it's I so do not good. even know if I have a penis. It's like he's, he's just doing his American <laughs> guy voice. It doesn't make any sense. I want to touch your boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, speaking of patrons, what? Is, what? Oh, dude, I, I'm looking at the Jonathan Majors thing, and like, as a, as like a like a cudgel against that, they're pointing out, they're bringing up the old story about how Jeremy Renner allegedly did a He's, lot of. He, there's a lot of weird shit. And it's people like, we're so back uh, in whisper about Renner. Twenty twenty nine. Well, after Jeremy Renner got in that, like, what the fuck was <laughs> he it? He got run ski? over by his own. No, it was like a snowplow. Snow ski. It was, it was like a snow or cat or that, something. Like, everyone's just like, I love yeah. Jeremy Renner. He got, he got run. He's like Look, making the rounds on Which is so funny because that's, that's, you ever see the upper class twit sketch from Monty Python? Yes. And the, the one of them runs himself over with his own car. That's what Jeremy yes, Renner yeah. did to himself. Like, come on. <laughs> that's, also, that's also what the guy that played, uh, 
played Chekhov in, oh, in the yeah, Star Trek. Oh, yeah, Antoine Gilchrist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ran himself over with his own car. R.I.P. to a, a real one. He had more to get. Yeah, but I think that was like a mechanical failure on the yeah, car. Yeah, that, that was a car. It wasn't being like, like leaving a car running and walking uh, and in gear and walking in front of it uh, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, innocent. That was just, that's just one of those like one in a million a fluke deaths that you just yeah. like, you that hear sucks. about happening to like a friend of a friend's cousin when you grow up kind of shit. Um, I would love to go and get killed by my own car. My car got a flat the other day. Oh, yeah, you were very annoying. sad about You didn't think you were going to make the screening because you got a flat. I didn't. And then I got Mexican we're, food. We're and so then I was black. like, we're back. But I have to go get a new oh, tire this sucks. week. And I'm like, I, I, uh, uh, Right after I moved here, I drove my grandma's car into the cart return at Walmart. and Oh, yeah, I, I remember cracked that. the bumper panel like right end to end. So it split and came right off. And uh, that was the same week I got into my car accident. Yeah, that too. was. It <laughs> was a bad. That was a rough week. I I forget which episode we recorded for that, but like I think we both like spent five minutes talking about how horrible the week was I for just, both of us. This is why we need buses. Like I just like reliable mass transportation. Give me a bus and a train. This is my fourth tire in two years. Holy shit! That sucks. Where, where are you buying your tires? Like Bob's discount refurbished. <laughs> okay yeah, so, yeah. Walmart. <laughs> walmart watch out for those live, cart returns though i have to get to work i have to go yeah like half half the new mexico roads are like 60 years old and the other half are dirt roads so it's like you oh, just that it makes just sense. Moves, so think yeah. there's something worse than massachusetts infrastructure yeah. i mean bc Damn. bc roads can get really bad because it uh it is a lot of precipitation and a lot of freezing and thawing and freezing and thawing, and that just causes everything to go like fucking like an like an earthquake hitting it almost up up oh, and down yeah. and cracking and pitting. Um, the having a car is a pain in the ass. This is <laughs> this has this been is we've, I, look yeah. okay. You, you know what? This is what they this pay is, the big bucks uh, for. Is it's not even like movie. twenty minutes of us yeah. not talking. Pick a better about, movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pick a better movie, and you'll get a better Pick episode. Pick a better mo movie, yeah. Jack. I'm gonna fucking blow up your house. <laughs> like, wasted. So now this is this is this was your pick. You're not gonna get a, a raffle win for a real long time, if ever. Um, um, but can we? You know, I should let me just shout out all of our patrons. Yeah, that's a good way to close us off. Uh, thank you to Burn Venters. Note on me, Burn. Yeah, wait, Burn. Yeah, burn signed up for so. Note gnome. Uh, Devin Meenan. Trent. Owen Two, Cly, Jordan Marsh, Sean Burns, Jean Paul, Tank Buster, fucking Jack. Fucking blow up your house. Uh, Miguel, make sure you insert. I'm gonna blow out your fucking house right there. Uh, Genevieve, Salt and Bank, Ronnie uh, Violet, Joshua Jenkins, and Stephen Francisco Santana. Uh, Thank any you minus minus Jack. Your house. Any of you are eligible for the next patreon raffle which we're, we're gonna try to doing if not like like yeah Sunday, I, think? I think it's gonna say if you want if you win one then you're you're out for the next few uh yeah oh yeah, yeah just just to uh, remove the odds of someone getting a two in a row winning again we have to watch like a god-awful like bad like Hugh Grant or Tom Cruise oh God, movie. A Hugh Grant movie. Uh, like, like, <laughs> he um, loves he loves Hugh Grant. Jack, your house. You're, 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 you're paying money like for this, so we get to roast you a little woman? bit. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> who, who 
else loves Hugh Grant? Uh, next but time, like next time I'm hanging out with Jack, you're calling are him old a enough to, 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 rem- to women that were like in their 30s in the 90s. Like I can't. That's like the only demographic I can think of that's really shooting. Jack, for you're Hugh Grant. Like, Jack, you're has watched maybe like there was like a, a like remake of like War and Peace several years ago i think he watched that like seven times last year he watched it and he watches like the prequels like every other month seven times in a year who watches it any movie seven like times that. in a year i, I yeah, like the would. prequels and i wouldn't watch them seven times a I, year. I i wouldn't watch my favorite movies seven times in a year not even robocop not even robocop i tr- i tried to do that with blade runner I tried to do that with Blade Runner, where I would watch it once a month, and then I gave up like three months. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't, even things I really love, I can't go back to that much like that. They would just, they start to he, chafe he does. on the brain. He does. It's uh, kind of a mental illness. Sorry, Jack. Your house. Um, but I, I guess that's going to do it. Yeah. For... Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Thank you for coming. Thanks yeah. for supporting the show and giving us money. Um, we're going to keep the bonus content uh, coming for you. I think is are we doing the Super Mario the ninety three Super Mario Brothers movie next? That should for, be our next. That'll be our next Patreon bonus. So I think we'll. I think that'll be a better episode. We'll have some more stuff to oh, that's come gonna up be with. So fun. I think that'll be a good one. Yeah, that's gonna be so fun. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll we'll see you on the next one. Um, All right. Good night, everybody. Hey. Bye bye. It's over. Hey, bye-bye.